Bruce Lawn. Joe Rogan had a podcast this week where it sounds like he seemingly changed some of his tune on the God conversation. My brother John McCray, shout out to him, been covering some of the Joe Rogan stuff from the past. He's been kind of hostile, talking a little greasy about us Christians. But it sounds like maybe he's been listening to a little uh, Jordan Peterson. We're going to react to this clip, and then I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you guys something to think about with regards to this God conversation. And, and I think he's getting closer. He's not quite there, but I think you guys are going to enjoy it. Before we get into that, guys, my name is Ruslan. If you look at the links in the description, there's a ton of free resources, including a free How to Study the Bible course, getting you more clarity, more context, more consistency in your personal devotional time, completely free. There's also a free Find Your Niche training if you're considering launching a YouTube channel. Uh, that's in the description as well as other resources. So make sure you check that out. Guys, I'm going to pull up this Joe Rogan clip. We're going to jump right into it. I'm not going to waste any time. Like if you live life like there's a God, if you live life like there's real morals and ethics to the universe, I feel like you can get a better result. And it's not like that you should only be ethical and kind because you feel like there's like a big guy in the sky watching you. But if you do uphold the principles, like the primary principles of Christianity, right? Do unto others as you would have do them to you. You know, treat everyone as if they are your brother or your sister. And, you know, love and kindness and that, you know, all these different, very, very easy to understand principles of, like, love and happiness and camaraderie. If you just follow those, they're really beneficial. They really work. If you live your life as if God exists, which is a direct quote from Jordan Peterson, it'll actually go better for you. That the, the, the fundamental rules or ways or uh, objectives of the scriptures are actually beneficial. This is a change of tone in some of the stuff we've heard from Joe Rogan over the years. All these different, very, very easy to understand principles of like love and kindness, easy to understand, but contrary to the human condition if left alone. That's the thing about the scriptures, is it not? Is it, yes, it's easy to understand. And the principles that when we talk about do unto others as you'd have them do unto you, love your neighbor as yourself, good principles, but they're contrary to human behavior. Just follow those. They're really beneficial. They really work. Amen. Does that mean that a guy came back from the dead and walked on water? And But does that mean that a guy came back from the dead and walked on water? Okay, I'm going to give you guys a Bible verse at the end of this to kind of glue this together. But but listen to what he says next. Uh, that seems a little fishy. Uh, that seems a little fishy. I'm going to tell you why it's not fishy here in a second. But if you just follow those principles as if there really is a God, I believe that it's a, a great framework for life. And then I think that you could live a, a better... <laughs> you, do, you don't say... <laughs> you don't say that living your life God's ways is a great framework for life. Yeah. Yeah, that's this is true. More fulfilled life if you live like that. Like, do you ever wonder, like, what is all this about? Life, the universe, like, where did this all come from? What I can't wrap my head around is how there was ever nothing and then right. something. Here's the part that I, that I don't think he, he's, he's tracking, right? So we, we talk a lot about this on this channel, right? If you live your life God's ways, 
you will always be in God's will. So this is something that I think is common sense. And, and to hear Joe, Joe Rogan affirm this, which I talk a lot about like the practical benefits of living God's way, even if you don't know who God is, there is some benefit there. Handle your money the way Proverbs describes and you will see breakthrough in your finances, right? So on and so forth. Here's the part where he's like, oh, I don't, I don't know about a man walking on water and rising from the grave. But here's what we got to think about. And just, just, just track along with me for a second. If the um, initial miracle of creation is true, if the initial miracle of the entire universe being put forth is true, something started this. Call it the Big Bang, call it creation, call it intentional design. If the initial miracle of nothing, all of a sudden we're here. Right, which I think at this point we would say that something has to cause nothing. Nothing doesn't cause something. Something has to cause nothing. If we believe that, that that initial miracle put everything else in motion, why is the belief that the same God that created the heavens and the universe and and, and gave us this order to live our lives by, why is it so out of the realms of possibility that the same guy that created this, this, this order, that, that, that showed his ways to be true based on the way that we live, why is it so out of the realms of possibility that the same God could have raised Jesus bodily and physically from the grave? Why is that such a lo- crazy? Yeah, yeah, like I know there was nothing and then something Cause nothing, and now we're all here. And the, and, and 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 there's this, this, there's this order to things. You see this order to things. Like you look at you look around, and you're like, man, if I do unto others, things will go better for me. If I if I if I love people like I, like I would love myself, things will go better for me. If I pay attention to uh, how I treat my wife and lay down my life for my wife, as if the same way that Christ laid down his life for the church, my marriage would be better. If I do these things God's ways, all of a sudden the universe kind of just works in my. Wait, the universe, right? The universe just kind of works in my favor. But that same God that set all this in motion is incapable of rising somebody from the grave? Really? He's inca- He created all this from nothing, but he's incapable of, 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 of a man walking on water? Really? He's incapable of someone doing miracles? Didn't he already defy all the laws of logic by just creating all this stuff? And, 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 and furthermore, let's just say that he is capable of giving life, of setting this world and everything in order, of then rising Jesus from the grave, of doing miracles. He's, all, he's also incapable of giving us the, these letters, the, these poems that were preserved over time. Not preserved as as there's no no typos in the Bible. That's not what I'm saying. There's typos in the Bible and there's little errors here and there. But the primary message has remained the same. That if you look at all major Christian religions, it's primarily the same. There's this issue with humanity called sin. Doesn't take a lot to convince atheists that there's evil in the world. And humanity left on their own devices is kind of wild. 
and a, 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 a disgruntled, wild, crazy humanity that keeps hurting themselves and self-afflicting drama and nonsense can't really work their way to heaven and stand before a holy, perfect creator being unlike us. So this perfect creator being says, okay, these people are too far gone. So this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to deal with their issue of sin and this issue of evil. And I'm going to step into this side of eternity. And I'm going to live the life that they couldn't live. And I'm going to die the death that they should have died for their sin. And not just that, but I'm also going to bodily rise, by the way, because I'm the creator of the entire universe. So yeah, I, I, I could create all this. I create all this, but I can't rise a man from the grave. What? I'm going to rise and then I'm going to send them my spirit. Their lives are going to look different. They're going to be transformed and they're going to continue in these ways of mine through these letters that I wrote that by the way, that by the way, any self-help book, any philosopher, any of these, anybody living a moral life, they all kind of go back to the tenets of the scriptures. Don't they? Isn't that interesting? Isn't that interesting that the, however you practice, God, Christian, non-Christian, atheist, whatever, that our, our concepts of what is moral usually goes back to the scriptures. You can, you can sit here and argue, oh, I just created my own morality. No, you didn't. You're borrowing from God. Oh, I just created my own, my own ways of doing it. No, you didn't. You're just borrowing from Proverbs, you goof. You just ain't read the book to know that something that you heard passed down from someone that heard something from someone and Tony Robbins said it or so-and-so said it and there's, they said empathy and you're like, oh, empathy. Yeah, 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 empathy. Love your neighbor as yourself, you goof. That's in the scriptures as well because I think it's important for us to understand where this all came from, right? And how did we get here? Instead of just being like, yeah, yeah, you know, uh, I like the, the laws of Christianity. Okay, great, but it's deeper than that. If you live your life God's ways, yes, there will be blessing here, okay? But it's deeper than that. It's deeper than that. J.R.R. Tolkien told C.S. Lewis that, that, that this entire Christian thing is like a myth, but the only difference is that it's true. The difference between Christianity is that it's true. Let's go to 1 Corinthians. This is 1 Corinthians chapter 15. This is the first creed. People read it. They brush over it. They think it's just something Paul made up. This isn't something Paul made up, okay? This is Paul writing the church in Corinth. This is a, a, a wild church. It's a church that makes um, the American church today look like the moral high ground. And this is what he said to them in verse 3. 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verse, verse 3 says, For what I received, I passed down unto you as of first importance, that Christ died for our sins according to the scriptures, that he was raised on the third day, according to the scriptures, and that he appeared to Cephas and then to the 12. After that, he appeared to more than 500 of the brothers and sisters at the same time. Okay. So, so he appeared to more than 500 brothers and sisters at the same time. That's the caveat there. Most of whom are still living, though some have fallen asleep. Then he appeared to James, then to all the apostles. And last of all, he appeared to me also as to one abnormally born. This is not something that Paul made up. This is something that was passed down to the early church, okay? This is something that was passed down to the early church, and this is something that Paul is not uh, making up and, and just writing. He's actually saying, hey, listen, this was passed down of first importance to me, and here is the first creed. Christ died for our sins according to the scriptures, that he was buried, that he was raised on the third day. There was a, there was a literal resurrection. Then he appeared to the disciples. He appeared to the apostles. He appeared to Peter. And after that, he appeared to more than 500 of the brothers and sisters at the same time, most of whom are still living, though some have fallen asleep. Okay? So what he's telling you is this isn't just, this isn't just folklore. This actually happened. He appears to all these people, and 
He appeared to over 500 people at once, bodily physical resurrection. This wasn't written that far after the, 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 this account. This is maybe, I, th- I, would, I would say, 20, 30 years, because some of these people who we appear to are alive. So you can't just make this stuff up and just assume that people are going to believe in you. These people around that could have debunked this. Right. And by the way, a lot of these early Christians, including Paul, including Peter, died terrible uh, uh, deaths uh, by the hands of, of Rome because of their faith in Jesus. So I, th- I I love that Joe Rogan's opening up to this. I love that he is thinking about this in a more balanced way. I hope that he has more followers of Jesus on his channel and people that could push back and give him some of the apologetics and give him some of the history and validity for the resurrection that it's not just you know hey uh it's this is a good idea no 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 there's 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 enough there with the resurrection historically speaking that it makes Jesus absolutely unique and distinct from any other world religious leader. The claims that he made, the way he backed up those claims with miracles, and ultimately the way he backed up those claims with predicting his own death, dying, and rising from the grave, which then completely rattled and transformed humanity. I'm glad that Joe Rogan is thinking about this. I, I would hope, I would love to see some more apolog- apologists on his channel. I would love to see him be challenged a bit more on this, that it's not just an abstract thing, that it is an actual transformative inside-out experience. See, religion tells you that you have to change from the outside in, right? Do these things, and maybe you'll become a good person. Maybe you'll make it to heaven. But 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 following Jesus is the opposite. It's, it's placing your faith by grace through faith into something that is outside beyond this world, and then your heart changes from the inside out, and you have a born-again experience, you repent of your sins, okay, and then your life looks different on the outside, okay, because you start applying the ways of God, living out your life God's ways. And again, if you want to be in God's will for your life, you have to live God's way, and if you want to be in God's ways, you have to get into God's word. You have to know what God's ways are in order to walk them out. So anyway, let me know what you guys think. Uh, I know there's been a lot of folks behind the scenes praying for Joe Rogan just because of how influential he is. I like the fact that it sounds like he seemingly softened some of his stances on just kind of how flippant he was speaking about Christianity before. And, uh, and I'm glad that he at least sees the pragmatic side of Christianity. I would hope that he would be willing to explore the miraculous sign of of Christianity because I think there's there's enough there. So anyway, let me know what you guys think. Kingstream Entertainment. Yo, thank you so much for making it to the end of this video. We have a free Master My Devo course in the link of this video. If you go to the descriptions, there are other resources like a Find Your Niche course if you're looking to get into the Christian creator space and a Master My Habits course that I put together with my Christian therapist, Dr. Rudy. So poke around in that description and make sure you check out some of the other videos recommended from me and YouTube to you. All right. Peace.